salvation for all mankind. Easter celebrates Jesus' defeat over death and his resurrection grants to all who believe in him eternal life. So I pray that you take time and you read from the Bible the story of his death and resurrection as Easter draws near. So again, I want to say welcome to all of you. You may be a pastor, a clergy member, member of New Destiny Church or another church. Or you might be a prayer warrior, an intercessor. But no matter who you are, we're all part of the ecclesia, the ones called to rule and reign here on earth as it is in heaven. And you know, we have chosen to rise early to start this day with the Lord. In the book of Psalms, it says, Men are like mindless sheep headed straight to hell. Yet at daybreak you will find the righteous, that's you and I, saints, ruling in our place. We've come to order the day and to align with heaven. It says that God shouts out over all the people of the earth in every brilliant sunrise and every beautiful sunset saying, listen to me. Listen to me. Father, we have come. We've come this morning to give you first place over this day and to say how much we love you. You are awesome in all of your ways, holy and magnificent. And so we choose to give ourselves and this day to you. I pray that ears be open and that hearts will be attentive to what you are saying this morning to us, your children. Speak, Lord. Speak. Speak, for we are listening. We pray this in Jesus' name. You know, we always want to give honor to Bishop and Pastor Adrian as the set ones over the house of New Destiny. We ask God's blessing, his goodness, his supply, that all their needs are met and that they are strong and healthy, physically, mentally, and spiritually. So we honor them this day. So let me quickly introduce our team for this morning. My name is Heather Dawson, and I am facilitating the call. Then we have Sister Janice Allen, and she's going to be praying Excuse me, over the requests received and share any praise reports. So good morning, Janice. How are you? Good morning, Mother Heather. I'm doing well. How are you? (laughs) I'm doing well. Thank you. I'm awake, and I'm on this call, and I love it. So good morning to you. And then we have Minister Linda Lightfoot, and she's going to be bringing our devotion this morning. So, good morning, Minister Linda. How are you doing? And are you ready to bring the morning devotion? Good morning, Elder Heather. I am blessed of the Lord, and yes, I am ready. Yes. Well, since you are ready, since we told the Lord that we are listening to speak, Lord, so We know the Lord's going to speak through you this morning. So I'm turning it over to you at this time. God bless you. 
God bless you as well. Good morning, everyone. I'd like to say good morning to our bishop, Bishop Christopher Carl Smith, and good morning to Pastor Adrian Smith. God bless you. Good morning to all visiting pastors on the line and to all clergy. Good morning to the New Destiny family and friends. God bless you all. It's a great day in the kingdom. This fifth day of April 2022, and our topic of discussion is coming from Ephesians 2, verses 8 through 10, and 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Ephesians 2, 8 through 10 reads as follows, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Therefore, 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Saying goodbye to the old you begins with a change of mind and heart. First, it is helpful to recognize that as a believer, we are ambassadors for Christ. An ambassador, by definition, is a minister of highest rank sent to a foreign court to represent his or her sovereign or country. And when we come to an understanding of what the word represent means, this will help us to understand why it is vital for us to get rid of the old mindset or what we refer to as the old you. The word represent means to present again or anew. It means to exhibit the counterpart or image of, to portray by mimicry or action of any kind, to personate, which means to assume the character of. Isn't that interesting? To assume the character of. It is to make the word of God flesh in the sense that not only is the voice of God heard through us as believers, but the word of God is seen in accurate, visible manifestation. Paul gives us insight into the mind and heart of an ambassador in 2 Corinthians 5, 11 and verses 14 through 17. He says that because we understand our fearful responsibility to the Lord, we work hard to persuade others to draw them to the kingdom. Let us each recognize the fact that persuasion requires evidence. The evidence that we must present is the evidence of God's unconditional love. The same unconditional love that has been extended to each one of us, accepting God's presentation of himself through Jesus and the great lengths of which he is willing to extend himself should move us to a place of internal transformation from self-indulgence to a servant's heart and a desire to represent Jesus as he presented himself. We must love him as he has loved us. 
And it is that relationship that enables us to lay aside our personal willfulness, our personal agendas, our personal habits and lusts, and it moves us to surrendering so that Christ's love controls us. Since we believe that Christ died for all, we also believe that we have all died to our old life. He died for everyone so that those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves. Instead, they will live for Christ who died and was raised for them, which means that an internal transformation has transpired and our perspective has shifted from a flesh level self-serving perspective to an ambassadorial kingdom perspective through the eyes of the spirit of the living God. As a result, we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view, and we see them through the eyes of God. And we now look at the world through the lens of truth by the spirit of God, which gives us God's perspective. And because we receive the spirit of the living God within us, we belong to Christ. And this very thing, the spirit abiding in us, that causes us to transform into new creatures, we've repented, we've changed our minds and direction by turning to Jesus Christ as our Lord. The changing of the mind changes the heart. Proverbs 22, 7 says, teach us that as we think in our hearts, so are we. We must keep our mind on Christ, allowing Holy Spirit to lead and guide us into all truth. The way to do that is through daily prayer and study of scripture. This is the only way to surrender to your new construct. Internal transformation brings external manifestation. In Ezekiel eleven nineteen through 21, God says of Israel's returning to him, and I will give them singleness of heart and put a new spirit within them. I will take away their story, their stony, stubborn heart and give them a tender, responsive heart. So they will obey my decrees and regulations. Then they will truly be my people and I will be their God. But as for those who long for vile images and detestable idols, I will repay them fully for their sins. I, the sovereign Lord, have spoken. Notice the inward decision made by Israel moves them to an action that moves God to transform them internally with external demonstration, which is obedience. Now that we understand Jesus' submission to his Father, 1 John 3, 9 through 10 should be activated in our lives. There should be manifestation and demonstration. Those who have been born into God's family do not make a practice of sinning because God's life is in them. So they can't keep on sinning because they're the children of God. So now we can tell who are children of God and who are children of the devil. Anyone who does not live righteously and does not love other believers does not belong to God. And First John 5 and 1 says, 
everyone who believes, adheres to, trusts and relies on the fact that Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, is a born-again child of God, and everyone who loves the Father also loves the one born of him, his offspring. Internal transformation coupled with external manifestation brings eternal ramifications. A ramification is a small branch or offshoot proceeding from a main stock or channel. And as the ramifications of an artery, vein, or nerve, when Christ speaks through us and manifests in us, we bring kingdom expansion like a never-ending vine. Believers, according to Luke 17, 21, the kingdom of God is within you. If it is in you, it is going to come out of you. It is demonstrated. It impacts lives throughout eternity. Each life impacted impacts other lives. And Jesus said in John fifteen five, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. In order to have eternal ramifications, we must personate or personify Jesus' life and principles so that men will see and believe that he is Lord of heaven and earth. That means the governance of our body, soul, and spirit belongs the Holy Spirit. And when we submit to power, we obtain power. You can't exercise self-discipline, and if you can't exercise self-discipline, you are not in a position to rule or exercise dominion. God is calling us to submission and obedience to him, and therefore positioning ourselves for dominion. Bless the Lord. And so it behooves everyone to, to work to have an internal transformation by changing your mindset and external manifestation by doing God's word and eternal ramifications by enlarging the kingdom. God bless. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What a wonderful, wonderful word this morning. I could not take notes fast enough, Mr. Linda. Um, You said so much. Uh, There was so uh, much meat to that message this morning. And I know, for one, I will listen to it once it is uploaded uh, again. So everyone... If you want to hear that word again and you want to get it down deep, um, you can go to our website and you will be able to listen to this message again. It will um, be uploaded, not for several hours yet, but it will be available. So I say to all of you, uh, listen. Listen again to it because there was so much that. So thank you, Minister Linda. Um, We are ambassadors, ambassadors of Christ and of the highest rank. I love that, of the highest rank. Our God is good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So now at this time, I want to turn to Sister Janice, and I want to ask her to come at this time. 
and she's going to pray. And so as she prays, let's be in agreement. Let's put power behind her prayers this morning by being in agreement with her. We're so grateful to God that we can take time to bring the needs of others, to stand in the gap for them, and to present it before the Father and know that the Father hears and that he is going to answer. So at this time, Janice, would you please come? Thank you, Mother Heather, and thank you, Sister or Minister Linda, for the powerful word from the Lord this morning. We're going to pray and ask God to do what only he can. And so let's pray now. Father, you are the greatest thing that ever happened to us, that ever happened for this world. You are amazing, you are great, and you are good. There is no one like you. There is no one beside you. We are amazed. We stand in amazement of who you are. We stand in amazement of what you do. And, Father, we lift up to you the innocent and those who cry in silence. We lift up those to you who are in desperate situations and need, those who cry out for help and don't know where to turn. Father, look on their hearts and touch them. Give them peace of mind and heart. Father, you are the source of their supply. You promised to supply all our needs. There are innocent children who are being affected by what is happening to them. They, are, they have no control over it, but you have all power, and you can do anything but fail. Father, bring peace to their little ones, the little minds, Lord God, who are without Bring peace to their hearts, almighty God. Those who are forgotten and pushed aside and those who are needing care, Father. Lord, we pray that your arms be wrapped around them, that you embrace them, that you would love them and they would feel your presence and know your presence. Those who have suffered loss, you are right where they are. Bring joy to their hearts and minds. Let them experience you in such a way that would help their hearts and minds, that would heal, Lord God, heal in such a way that they would never be the same, that they would not be affected by their lives, Father God, of what's happening to them, that they would not be crippled in their lives in any way. Lead them to safety. For you are their hiding place. You are their shelter in time of storm, in times of trouble. You are right where they are with them, Father. Touch them where there is confusion. Bring, Lord God, peace and calm. Bring, Lord Jesus, everything into order that is out of order. And where there is mistreatment of any kind, Father, cause it to stop, cause it to cease, cause it not to exist any longer. Wherever they need and whatever they need, you are the answer. Manifest yourself. We come boldly asking 
and petitioning your throne of grace. Father, the the disappointment, heal, Lord God. Heal the brokenness and the brokenhearted, for you are the mender of broken hearts and broken lives. Heal all that is in a place to reject you, to blame you for the wrong. Father, heal. Let the truth stand and prevail that you are not the one to blame, and you are the one that should be embraced by them. Father, they need you. Show yourself real to them. Let them encounter you that the that they could never deny that you are real, that you are the true and living God, that you are God alone, and you are the answer for the world, and you are their answer. Jesus, bless the little children, all the children of the world. You suffered and died for their freedom, for their lives. Father God, and now they are in a place to suffer, but you are there, and we ask that you come to them. Father, we are lifting them up to you, and we ask you to do what only you can. Father, you are the glory and the lifter of their head. You are the author and finisher of their faith, Father. You created them and you put your faith in them. Father, you are the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. You are the promise keeper. Father, you are God who can do. You are the able God who will do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or think, according to the power that is at work in us. You are the power and the glory forever. We thank you for all you have done and will do. Father, thank you. Thank you for being God. Do what needs to be done in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus, the name of Jesus our Lord, the name above every name, Every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God, the Father. Amen. 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 Matthew 21 and 22 says, if you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. That prayer was beautiful this morning came right out of the very heart of our precious sister, praying for the children especially. You know, just pause and think about what is going on all around us, in your neighborhood, in our cities, in our nation, the nations of the world, the war that is going on, and children are suffering Children are afraid. Children are confused. So we just believe that every word that was uttered in this heartfelt prayer this morning, that the answers are coming. The answers are there. God is being God. God is being the one who can change every circumstance and bring peace and joy into broken places. How we thank God. 
how we give him praise and how we give him glory. So thank you, um, Janice, for praying this morning. Hallelujah. I want to go back to uh, Minister Lightfoot, see if she has any further thoughts for us this morning. Minister Lightfoot. Yes, I do. And thank you, uh, Janice, for such a beautiful, heartfelt prayer this morning. Um, In order for the better you to emerge, there needs to be an internal transformation. No one on the outside can see what's going on on the inside, but that doesn't mean that change is not happening. Change your mind. Change your focus. Change your heart. Internal transformation will bring external manifestation. Faith rooted in love will produce a demonstration of his love. Titus 3, 1 through 7 says, remind the believers to submit to the government and its officers. They should be obedient, always ready to do what is good. They must not slander anyone and must avoid quarreling. Instead, they should be gentle and show true humility to everyone. Once we too were foolish and disobedient, we were misled and became slaves to many lusts and pleasures. Our lives were full of evil and envy and we hated each other. But when God, our Savior, revealed his kindness and love, he saved us, not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. He washed away our sins, giving us a new birth, a new life through the Holy Spirit. He generously poured out the Spirit upon us through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Because of his grace, he made us right in his sight and gave us confidence that we will inherit eternal life. External manifestations will bring external in eternal, I'm sorry, eternal ramifications. You can't give life if you don't have life. First Peter 1, 23 and 25 says, for you have been born again, but not to a life that will quickly end. Your new life will last forever because it comes from the eternal living word of God. As the scriptures say, people are like grass. Their beauty is like a flower in the field. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of the Lord remains forever. And that word is the good news that was preached to you. So I encourage you to move from an earthly perspective to a heavenly perspective. Embrace the bigger picture. Receive the mindset and heart of an ambassador. Live according to the gospel. God bless. Thank you. Wow. Further thoughts. That was a lot. And that was wonderful. Amen. Amen. I want to uh, just say that it has been a wonderful time this morning. I want to know if our bishop, who is on, if he would like to say a word this morning. Bishop, do you have something that you might want to say to everyone? Good morning, Elder. Uh, God bless you this morning. Good morning, Mr. Lightfoot, and also Sister Janice, and everybody that's on the line this morning. It's always good to be uh, on the line on prayer. Uh, it's it's key, uh, especially when you understand um, the power of prayer and uh, how much it is desperately needed today. I talked about that we can't operate in the dominion mandate until we become people of prayer because operating in that mandate is all about declaring a thing and decreeing things. The Bible said you should declare a thing and it shall be established. 
And, you know, there's no way humanly possible we can operate in God's true original intent for our lives. That's, you know, the better us. That's what we're being restored to. I want to deal with one one thought that Minister Lightfoot said that you just cannot run by. And she said, in order to have an internal transformation... You have to renew your mind. Renewing the mind brings about internal transformation. In other words, you begin to change the way you process information. With renewing the mind, your language change because with Language change, whoever controls the language controls the conversation. That is so important. I want that to sink in for you. And also, through the process of renewing the mind, see, this is all dealing with Ephesians, because Ephesians 2 is the first step. Remember, I said it's the pivoting point. You're to, to, to pivot through salvation, but then you're to be, Paul said, be, be full of the Spirit or be filled with the Spirit. What it means is to be um, really allow the Spirit of God to have the greatest amount of influence in your life. And then through that, because we need help, we need assistance, we begin to renew the mind. We begin to change the way we think. What's happening? We, uh, internal transformation. Why is that so important? It's, it's important because it causes you to see yourself through the lenses of God, through the eyes of God. You understand? And then it's through the word of God, the mind is renewed. You know, um, James says, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity and naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word of God, which is able to save the soul. Well, you, when you look at the mind, you know, you guess you have your brain, but then you have your mind, and it consists of um, three parts. Um, your mind, will, um, and your emotions, or the soul, the seat of one's intellect. Um, it's this is key, and this is what a lot a lot of believers need to understand where we are right now. If I can encourage you in any kind of way this morning, and, and don't get me wrong, Minister Lightfoot has done a wonderful job encouraging us all this morning. But I'm going to tell you, man, work on your mind. I read, uh, listen to wonderful content that's going to stimulate growth um, to move you forward and encourage you to see yourself from, from heaven's perspective, from God's perspective. See yourself through the eyes of God. And then it's going to help you with improvement because, you know, the world is tripping. 
the world is tripping really bad right now. And, and I'm using that word intentionally, tripping. And the world is um, it's, 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 it's an interesting place to be in right now. And that's why there has to be some stability. I'm talking more about this tomorrow. Um, when I host tomorrow, I'm going to talk about some things I talked about in Oakland. I want to just, I want to, I want to drive them home. But once again, the inner transformation begins with the renewing of the mind. Okay, inner transformation begins with the renewing of the mind. God bless you all. Have a great day. Bishop, thank you. Thank you. My goodness. We were fed a wonderful uh, uh, meal by Minister Linda, and now Bishop comes on and he adds to it. Yes, we do need to work on our mind. Yes, and we truly do need help. The world is tripping. You don't have to go very far that you um, can't see that, that, yes, it is tripping. So we look forward to tomorrow morning. So I say to each of you on the call this morning, don't miss tomorrow morning. Get up. Because I know Bishop has the word, and you're going to be fed again. It has been a wonderful time this morning. It has been rich. And I want to thank uh, Minister Linda Lightfoot and Sister Janice Allen for their faithfulness, for allowing God to use them, to flow through them, to bring to us that and which can help us. Our bishop has come on. He has shared with us this morning. He's given us more nuggets. And so it is with great anticipation that we will be on the call tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. Amen? I hope you have enjoyed your time together uh, with us and that you have received of the Lord and that because of it, today will be a better day, that it will be a better day because you are an ambassador. If you have Jesus Christ living within, you are an ambassador of the highest rank. Wow. All right, let's close our time out with a word of prayer. Father, we thank you. We thank you for speaking to us and for answering the prayers that were uttered this morning. All around us, all around us, throughout the world, and not even that far, right down to our street that we live on, People are feeling hopeless. They're feeling hopeless and they're full of fear of what tomorrow holds. But we, as children of God, we know who holds tomorrow. It's you, Father. It is you. You said that you have us in the palm of your hand. And you told us that you did not give us a spirit of fear but of power, love, and a sound mind. A sound mind. Father, just as the apostles said to you, increase our faith. We too say, increase our faith. 
faith that will move mountains so that when we speak to the mountains, they have to move in Jesus' name. You are our refuge and strength. You are an ever-present help in time of trouble. Our cities, the states that we live in, and the nations of this world, they are being shaken. They're being shaken. But that's you, Father. You are shaking everything that can be shook. But you said that those that are hid in Christ, hid in Christ, we have nothing to fear. Nothing. And so we declare Psalms 91 over us and our families this day. We declare Psalms 91 over our cities over our nation. Father, keep us. Keep us this day. No matter where we go, what we do, keep us because we desire to be kept. We desire to be kept by you. And it is in Jesus' name I pray. And everyone said, Amen. Please open the line.